Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Um, hope everyone's doing just fine. Um, doing all right. Uh, today, I would like to talk uh, a little bit about family. Um, family is very important to me. Um, as I expect, it's very important to most of us, I would think, um, in one one form or another. I mean, everybody's got their got their quirks and, and whatnot, but I think, generally speaking, most people uh, like their families, love their families. Um, it's an important part of life. Uh, sort of a built-in support system and people to care for and to care for you and, and just wanted to chat about, you know, some things in there. Um, I know that uh, here in the early stages of the Toddcast, uh, <laughs> family accounts for a fairly high percentage of my uh, listenership. So, hello, everybody. Um, love you all. Um, and I promise I won't talk too much smack. Uh <laughs> Um, well, I'm going to try. Promises are, promises are tricky that way. Um, but you know, um, like most people, I have parents, um, good folk. Uh, as I mentioned in a previous one, that dad's no longer with us. Um, mom's still around. Uh, hi, ma. Um, you know, and we've, we've had our ups and downs through life, uh, I think most people have uh problems uh with with their parents uh in their teen years and I am certainly no exception to that. Uh we did not get along at all. Um, but for those of you who may be teens and listening and are currently experiencing that situation, uh let me tell you it 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 does get get better. Um as you get older and uh you know, you uh, get out in the world for yourself. Uh, there, there are, in my opinion, two key things that are are going to help uh, make that better. Um, actually, probably make it at least three. Um, one, when you get older and you move out, the power dynamic obviously shifts. Um, you're no longer in a situation to where you know they are the boss of you. Uh, which is very freeing, <laughs> uh, in, in some of the truer senses of the word, uh, that you can, you know, do, do your own thing and you don't have to, you know, do what they're saying or, or necessarily listen to what they've got going on. Uh, you know, growing up, you know, one of the, one of the things parents have going on is, you know, they've got to try and get you ready for the world. Uh, they've got to, you know, pass on their, their knowledge and wisdom. And with that often comes, you know, their belief system and, you know, way of doing things and thinking about things. Because uh, as a young and you're, you're just, you're, you're an empty template uh, for people to impress things upon. And parents, if they're doing it right are trying to impress upon you the the right way of going about doing things. 
you know, and that's got that's got pluses and minuses, in my opinion. Uh, you know, from personal experience, you know, the the plus side there is that, uh, you know, I I learned a lot from my folks. Uh, you know, in terms of you know the obvious walking and talking and how to you know clean and fold things and you know, cook and, you know, your your basic necessities. Uh, but you also pick up a lot of other things, like, you know, how to treat other people and how to be nice, and, you know, your basic morality and that sort of thing, which, you know, is, is valuable. <laughs> um, you know, there are some negatives in there and that, you know, you're also going to, like I said, pick up on, you know, sort of by default as a child, you are a member of whatever religion your parents are, for, for better or worse. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to digress too too deeply into, you know, religious chat this morning, because uh, I feel like I probably may be a whole other thing, and it might be a little too soon uh, to go there. But, you know, if you are born into a Catholic family, you, my friend, are Catholic uh, until you're, you know, old enough to decide otherwise. Uh, same for, you know, Protestant or, or any of the other faiths. Uh, you know, personally, I was, you know, brought up Christian. And, you know, again, on the plus side, there there are some decent, you know, moral lessons to be learned uh, by, by growing up in that sort of an environment. Um, there's also a lot of dogma and, you know, other things that are associated with that that, you may come to find that you don't agree with as, as you know, an adult. Um, and once you break free, you can, you know, sort of pick and choose what parts you keep and what parts you, you, you leave aside. Um, so, you know, I mean, I'll just, just come out and say it. Uh, you know, from my perspective, I suffered, you know, religious persecution for, through most of my teen years in that, uh, you know, my my mother very deeply wanted to, you know, save my soul and, and for me to have a belief system in faith, and I very much didn't think any of that stuff amounted to much. Um, you know, um, and that caused some friction. And as I said, when you're you're able to leave the nest, as they say, and go do your own thing, hey, I no longer have to go to church three times a week. Um, and that was pretty, pretty rad. Um... <laughs> Uh, you know, thing, thing two, uh, on why that'll get better is, uh, you know, people, people change over time. Um, I'm not sure to what degree this next piece will apply to, uh, only children because, you know, I am the second of four, um, but if you are a young person having trouble with the folks and you are further on down in the birth order, you're, you know, child three or four, um, let me tell you, it's going to get easier just because as time goes by, the trend tends to be, uh, you know, the first kid, you're going to have a rough time. Uh, you know, the parents are, are learning how this whole child-rearing thing works and, you know, what's okay and what isn't, and they tend to be overprotective and overly restrictive. Um, 
Second kid has it a little bit easier. They've kind of picked up on what to do and what not to do and kind of ease up a little bit. Uh, by child four plus, they have just, I, I'm not going to say they've given up, uh, but at this point the parents have learned, you know, to choose your battles and to, you know, what actually needs focused on and what doesn't. Um, and I say this from my own experience and also from knowing, you know, quite a few, <coughs> pardon me, uh, knowing quite a few friends and relatives uh, who were in big families. And that's that's kind of how that goes. Uh, I mean, there was stuff that I was not allowed to do as a young person. Um, damn near on pain of death. Uh, that would just be, you know, if I did some of those things, I would be in no no end of hurt. I mean, for crying out loud, I wasn't allowed to listen to rock and roll. Uh, <laughs> um, but by the time Eric was a young person, you know, he was he was doing all kinds of you know crazy stuff uh, <laughs> that uh, I couldn't have dreamed of you know having happen. Um, and it's not that the, it's it's not that the parents don't care. You know, it's not that they care any less at that point. It's just, like I said, I think it's a matter of learning to, uh, like I said, know when to pick your battles. Um, you know, the stuff that they're going to be strict on is the stuff that's actually important and, you know, for your health and safety. Uh, and the stuff that is not, you know, really all that mission critical, they're, they're going to spend their energy elsewhere. So, that sort of thing, too, that's going to help you. And... You know, thing three is, is like I said, people change, uh, you know, hopefully. Uh, you know, people learn and adapt based on their experiences. And there are going to be a couple of things that sort of go together that's going to make that situation better. Uh, one, you know, your, your parent is going to, you know, grow up as well. I mean, yes, they're adults, but they everybody can still grow up. Um, and their thoughts and feelings and stuff will change. Uh, case in point, uh, growing up, horror movies were just absolutely not a thing. Um, you know, I grew up in the, the heyday of, you know, the, the Friday the 13th and the Nightmares on Elm Street and, and so forth. And those were just not, not allowed. Like, not, you know, not only were they not taking me to see those or renting those tapes, um, you know, if I were found to be at a friend's watching that, I would be in, you know, a world of, uh, you know, punishment at that point. Um, and, you know, fast forward a clock a couple decades, um, and guess what my mom's favorite movie series is? Uh, that's right, it's Saw. Um, people change, uh, you know, and we can laugh about it, uh, and it's, and it's all good, uh, like I said, the other thing in the whole, you know, learning curve, it happens on your end, there, youngster, uh, you are slowly, as you find adulthood and start to make your way in the world, uh, realize that there are a lot of things that, uh, the folks do that, as a young person, make absolutely no damn sense to you whatsoever, um, that you later find out actually had not just a reason, but a darn good reason in terms of getting you ready for life. 
um, you know, uh, there, there's, I understand now why you, you know, why the folks did some of the things that they do, even though it seemed just unnecessary and, and, and rude to me as a young person that I now, I now get, um, as an example, uh, you know, growing up, you know, my room was typically, you know, a wreck. Uh, I think that's, I think that's pretty common. Uh, you know, you, you, you go home, it's your room, it's your stuff. You know where everything is, you know, it, it, you, know, you go in there, you just throw your clothes wherever you, you know, put your things wherever you're putting things back where they belong and keeping it tidy is not your highest priority. Um, for a fair reason, you know, you're a kid. You, what do you care? Um, but, and, you know, the parent's job is to, you know, clean your room, tidy your room, you know, do, you know, make this thing, you know, nice. Uh, and as a young person, you know, your thought is, why? What? What is the point? Um, it's just going to get messy again. You know, I know which clothes are clean or dirty. Uh, you know, I know where everything, you know, is if I need it. What do you care what my room looks like, uh, you know, and, you know, if, if they're, no, there's company coming, and they're going to see, okay, that starts to make a little sense, you want it to look, you know, tidy for your, your friends or whatever, I get that, but random Tuesday, who gives a shit what my room looks like, um, is your thinking as a young person, and, and frankly, that's, that, that, there, there's sound logic there, what difference does it make? Uh, and, you know, what I've discovered as an adult is that it's not so much that the room being clean for its own sake is important, uh, but it helps build a habit of trying to keep things tidy. <laughs> it, you know, makes it so that you start to get into the habit that, you know, rather than just throw the thing randomly wherever, it doesn't actually take that much effort to just put it back. And these are things that as parents we tell our children, and they're like, oh, whatever, and they don't, you know, like I said, guilty, uh, you know, I've heard that a million times and didn't pay any attention, and now I find myself saying it as a parent, uh, you know, and it's it's true, it actually doesn't take that much time, and much, much extra effort to put the thing where it belongs, and then you don't have to muck with it a second time, um, you know, keeping things tidy is, you know, good for my health perspective, <laughs> you know, Having, you know, miscellaneous, you know, things on, you know, your your desk or scattered about your, your dresser or on the floor when those things are, you know, toys or books or clothing, it that's messy. Uh, but it's not actually dirty. Um, you know, if you go into a room and there are, you know, cups and plates and, you know, discarded candy wrappers and, and chip bags and whatever... That's not just messy. That's that's like you know inviting insects and, and actual filth into the situation. And you know, thank you, mom and dad, for not letting me eat in my room. In retrospect, uh, you know, it builds a good habit of not doing that, and then you just start to get tidier. Uh, and I think that would be of benefit, even if I, you know. When I left home, I just lived by myself and had my own space. I think that would have been, you know, good habits to build and, and situation to be in. But, you know, the the further benefit that I don't think was ever really 
laid out for me, um, but that I made a point to, to tell the girls, is, you know, you're going to leave home, and you're going to have your room, and you can do whatever the hell you want with it. But odds are, when you leave home, you're going to college, and you're going to have a roommate. And if you just go in and wreck the joint, that's going to be a problem. Because it's one thing if you if it's your room and they're all your things that are all over the place and you know where they are. But if you're sharing that space with somebody and all of a sudden somebody else's shit is all over the place, that's a whole different situation. Um, and it's good to, if you've built a habit to keep yourself tidy, you are therefore not driving your roommate crazy. And if we're lucky, their parents also instilled a little bit of them so that they aren't all over the damn place, driving you crazy. Um, to some degree or another. Uh, you know, I don't think anyone expects children or teens or college folk to be, you know, absolute meat freaks. Uh, frankly, kid, little kids whose rooms are too tidy make me a little nervous. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I went to college and, you know, had a roommate and, you know, Granted, it was, you know, you weren't eating off the floor, uh, unless you were really drunk. But you could, you know, it wasn't an absolute pigsty on either of our ends, and, you know, that kind of helped things, you know, move along. Uh, you know, when I went to the Navy, everywhere I went, I had, you know, a roommate in the barracks, uh, you know, and for the most part, it was me and Kenny, and Kenny and I kind of had a similar you know, ethic in terms of, you know, keeping the room to a certain standard, plus also in the military, you get inspections every week, so it can only ever get so bad. Um, but I did have other roommates, and they ran, you know, the gamut from, you know, like I said, Kenny and I kind of kept our stuff sort of tidy and do ourselves to where it wasn't a problem, but there was a dude whose name I currently don't remember who lived like he was, you know, 11, because, you know, he'd finish a beer or a soda, and it would that can would sit wherever in the hell it was left until Thursday night when we power cleaned for Friday morning inspection. Uh, you know, chip bags, candy wrappers, clothes everywhere. Like, it was hell. And, it you know, there's only so much you can do to another person that, you know, is doing that as your roommate to get them to get in line. Uh, so that you don't live in filth. Um, and it's just one of those things that I appreciate, you know, as a, as an adult, that, you know, you, you come to find out that, you know, some of the shit your parents did to you, or in your case, young person listening, some of the stuff your parents are doing don't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Uh, and even with me saying this, probably won't make a whole lot of sense until you've gotten there. Um, and can see the big, the big picture, uh, piece of it. Um, but trust me, it's, 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 it, it, it gets better. Uh, you know, mom and I get along well now. Uh, you know, um, I am one of those people that is not big, well, I don't call people or text or write letters, um, you know, whatever era you live in. Uh, I'm not a big communicator. Um, you know, so, some of the feedback I got from the family on the podcast is, boy, it's nice to hear your voice because we don't ever talk. Uh, and it's not that I don't love them. 
It's not that I don't want to know how they're doing. I just, it never occurs to me, which sounds terrible, but I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I've never been a, oh, I'm going to pick up the phone and stay in touch with this person. Uh, be that friends, family, you know, whoever. Um, if I'm planning to come in for a visit, I will call and coordinate to make sure that that can happen, because like I said, I love them all and I want to see them. Uh, but just random Thursday afternoon, pick up the phone and see how people are doing, like that thought just never occurs to me. Um, never has. Uh, you know, when I went off to the, um, when I went off to college, I think I called home maybe a half dozen times the whole year. Uh, and I think those times were because it was someone's birthday or, you know, oh, heads up, this thing's coming in the mail, or, you know, oh, I need another thing. Like, just calling up to chit-chat is just was never a thing that occurred to me. Uh, also, that was back in the days when we had uh, what they call long distance, uh, to where if you weren't calling someone in your town, it actually cost more money. Uh, and I was broke as hell in college. Uh, so, you know, calling home was, was you know, that happened on important occasions when it was, you know, worth spending that money uh, that you probably needed to, you know, run the washing and drying machines for your clothes. Um, and I don't know, maybe that's where the habit came from, is just that infrequency of that, uh, you know, calling home and keeping connected that way. Uh, when I went to the Navy, I wrote a couple of letters in boot camp, I think. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of time for that kind of thing, and phones just weren't much of an option uh, with the way that boot camp runs. Uh, when I got out and you know, was in A school, again, very rare calling to be happening. Just It was expensive, and there really wasn't anything for me to talk about, per se. Uh, you know, I, you know, I would have loved to have talked to them. I'm sure they would have loved to have heard from me. It's just not a thing that you know, really occurred, uh, and, like, the whole time I was in Florida, and now that I'm here, I mean, I live two hours away from, from most of my family, and we still talk maybe, uh, once a, once a month, once every couple months, just because it's just, I just, I just don't, and, you know, there's a, a certain amount of feeling guilty about that that I've got, um, because I do like them, I do love them, I do want to talk to them. It just doesn't, you know, happen. Uh, and I guess I would feel worse if they were constantly ringing my phone off the hook and I wasn't answering them. If I, oh, I'm too busy, or I don't want to. But it, it that seems to be kind of the way our family rolls. <laughs> Is, you know, if we need something, we'll call each other. Otherwise, you know, at semi-random, fairly spaced out intervals, we'll be like, oh, you know what, I haven't talked to so-and-so in a while. I'm going to give them a call. Uh <laughs> So, you know, I, I, like I said, that doesn't necessarily excuse things or make it any better, but it does help defray a little bit of the feeling too super guilty in that I, you know, one of a group that does that. I'm not the only only guy, you know, who does that piece. Um, but I do, I do, you know, love them and like to chat with them. Um, for those of you listening who aren't my family, uh, I've got uh, an older sister. Uh, she lives in Michigan. Don't see her, talk to her much. Um, 
at all. I've got uh, a younger sister and a younger brother who both live um, here in Ohio. Like I said, they both live uh, you know, a couple hours east from here. Um, same general vicinity as my mom, so I tend to see them more often. Um, like I said, probably not often enough, uh, but more often. Um, you know, uh, I already talked a little bit about mom, and I'm sure we'll we'll get... You know, as time goes by, you'll hear more uh, about her and how, how how things are there. Uh, you know, Crystal's awesome. She's she's got a husband and a youngin. Uh, hi, Janie. Hi, hi, Jim. If you're listening, um, you know, she and I were best buddies growing up. Uh, she is, I want to say, seven years younger than me. Um, so. Close enough in in age to where we weren't completely unrelatable growing up, uh, but far enough apart to where we weren't at each other's throats, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, Dawn's four years older than me, and we were constantly at war. Uh, I, I don't want to get too into it, because that doesn't seem, you know, fair to her or necessarily, you know, interesting. But I am hard-pressed to think of times where the two of us were at peace. And I, I, I'm i not saying this in that it's her fault. I'm sure plenty of it was on me, but we just never got along. Or So it's not like we hung out or anything. Um, Crystal and I hung out a lot growing up. Um, you know, and uh, when it came time for me to... Uh, leave Florida and come back to Ohio, uh, she was kind enough to, you know, offer up her basement so I'd have somewhere to go, uh, they took real good care of me, um, you know, love and respect to, to those folks, um, you know, forever. Uh, Eric is, you know, even younger there, um, there's a 10-year difference between the two of us, so growing up was different. Uh, in terms of, you know, we got along fine. I, I liked him. I loved him. But when you're, you know, 16 and your kid brother is 6, there's not a lot of hanging out that's likely to happen. 16-year-olds uh, are selfish pricks. Um, and 6-year-olds are learning things about everything. And there's not really a lot of opportunity to, to do a lot together. Um so I can't I can't say that we palled around that much as youngsters. Um, now that we're all grown up, uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know the, the amount of stuff that we have in common and the the things that we talk about and we can go on for hours. Uh, you know on all all sorts of fun stuff. You know Eric 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 is awesome, um, and he's got a wife and some youngins. So hello uh, extended Hersey family. Um, as well. Um, footnote slash spoiler for items in the future. Uh, Eric and I are currently in talks, uh, to do a podcast together. Uh, title TBD, um, specific subject matter TBD. Um, it's still very much in the, the let's chat about this stages. Um, but the plan is for us to, you know, devise some some actual plans and get get some stuff together. Have it be a little more uh, a little more professional, a little more polished than just random guy talking 
on Bluetooth into his phone on his drive to work. Uh, we're trying to go a little notch above there. Um, and so we're shooting for hopefully, you know, uh, you know, in the beginning of the new year, come, you know, 2019, uh, you may have another podcast offering available to you. Um, end of digression. Um, so growing up, you know, like I said, there were, there were, there were four of us young and, and, and the folks, um, and you know, it was, it was, you know, a thing. It, it was fine. It was good. It was good. It was fine. Um, you know, there was a wide range of ages of young folk, uh, which was both good and bad. Like I said, sometimes that made it so that we were, you know, a little too close in ages and didn't get along well, or too far apart in ages and just didn't have much in common. But all in all, we got along and loved each other. It was great. Um, again, if you're, you're an only child, you may not experience this, but, um, Otherwise, there is a thing where a parent will call you by your sibling's name. Um, and there were points in my life where that just frustrated me. It made me think, well, does she not know who the hell's who? Does she not care enough to, you know, pay attention, whatever? And, you know, now that I'm finding myself coming super close to calling, you know, Lily, Lily Ella or Ella Lily or, or what have you, I now understand what it is. It, it's... You just, there's so much stuff on your brain in that all. Um, and it's not that the children are interchangeable or that you don't know who they are or whatever. It, it's just, you, 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 there's no good reason. Because uh, there are plenty of times when I'll go to, you know, say something to, you know, Ella, for example, and I will call her Ella. Hey, Ella, come here. Hey, Ella, do this thing. Hey, Ella, da-da-da-da-da. But there will be that random instance where, you know, in the speed of, you know, oh, darn it, this, you know, sock is left in the floor, and I'm, you know, furious that I'll go, Lily, get your damn sock, and I'm talking directly to Ella, and it's Ella's sock, and there's just no reason or excuse for it, but it happens. Um, you know, my mom will still, you know, call me Eric, and I, Eric has told me that, you know, I can always tell when you've talked to mom lately, Todd, uh, because she'll call me Todd. Uh, it's just, you know, it's a thing. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll call the girls by each other's names randomly. Uh, I try real hard not to. I normally catch myself before it actually comes out, but they'll bust me on it because I'll be like, you know, I'll be talking to Ella and I'll be, hey, Lella, and she'll be like, you were totally going to call me Lily, weren't you? And I was like, yes, but, you know, whatever. Um, and, uh, it's a, it's a thing. It's, you know, it's whatever. Uh, um, you know, um, I'm getting super close to work, um, and so we're going to have to discuss uh, extended family uh, another time. You know, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, your your grandparents, uh, etc. Because uh, there, there's just there's just not time uh, <laughs> at this point. I'm super close to work. Uh, so instead, what I'm going to do is uh, we're going to we're going to end the show with uh, you know um, a little segue into um, a a listener comment. Uh, as I've mentioned previously, if you're you're listening to me through the Anchor app, 
there's functionality there to where you can you can go in and leave me a voice message. Uh, basically, it's like a voicemail. Say say whatever it is you want to do. Um, you know, and if you're listening on that, uh, I encourage you to do so. If you've got any feedback, um, if you've got any topics you want me to talk about, by all means, uh, that's that's as good a method as any to get it to me. Um, if you do so, uh, please understand that I am able to uh, splice that audio into the podcast. Uh, so, you know, if uh, you do not, if you want to send me the message but don't actually want to be on the podcast, uh, make sure that you say that in the voice message, and I will absolutely uh, respect that. Um, otherwise, uh, you know. If if what you're saying is you know arable, um, I'll probably just tag that in, and then we then we can talk about whatever it is that you know that person talked about. Want to you know, recognize folks um, for their contributions. Uh, so I've gotten one um, in keeping with the the subject of today's cast. Uh, it is uh, from a family member. Um, you know nothing. No specific questions or whatever, just just some good feedback and and positive commentary. Uh, And again, given the nature of what we're talking about today, I kind of wanted to share. Uh, There are two things that you're going to notice, um, uh, one of which I'll tell you about and one of which I'll leave for you to discover for yourself. Um, But it may be just me, but when I listen to it, uh, there's something in the cadence of speech uh, that I listen to it and I'm like, well, apparently I come by that honestly. Uh, you know, having heard, having been doing the podcast and, you know, listening to them myself to make sure they sound good uh, and so forth, uh, there's definitely a similarity in how I speak into a recording device and how she does. And, you know, you guys can tell me if I'm crazy or if, or if that's legit, and uh, we now know the origin of that. Uh, like I said, the other thing that you'll notice, um, I'll leave it to you to, to discover. Um, and, uh, you know, regardless, love you, Ma. Thank you. Um, yes, I'm going to play play you here in a second. Um, and, um, well, let's just get that going. Hey, Eric, I thought you was very good (laughs) with episode five. Uh, That was very interesting. I like all of them. I like hearing your voice and listening to you uh, talk about your childhood and things like that. Uh, Let's me know what kind of job I did. All right. Talk to you later. I love you. Bye. All right, so like I said, that the, the pauses, the uhs, they, they, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I come by that, uh, <laughs> honestly. Um, but thank you, mom, for, for, for calling in. Um, I, I appreciate uh, your support, and it, it's, it's good to know that, that you know you're, you're enjoying things. Um, and like I said, at, at this point, you calling me Eric doesn't even phase me anymore. Uh, I know you're thinking of me, uh, even though you're, you're, you're saying, you're saying Eric, uh, you see him a lot more frequently because y'all live close together. I don't take it personally. Um, 
I, I, I just get a good laugh out of it. Um, so, um, no, no worries there. Um, so, um, thanks again, everyone for joining today. Uh, you know, as I've said a gazillion times at the end of every one of these, you know, if you've got feedback, um, you can send me a note through anchor like Ma did. Uh, you can, uh, Talk to me on Twitter at Cast Todd. Uh, that's Todd with one D. Uh, and you, or you can send me email at podcast. Blah, 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 said it wrong. Yeah, at ToddCastPodcast at gmail dot com. Um, and I'm eager to hear from any of you. Uh, by all means, tell your friends, tell your family if you find this to be interesting, think it's something that they'll enjoy. Let them know uh, where to find it. Um, if you do enjoy it and want to rate me, by all means do so. Um, until next time, uh, everybody have a good one. And that's it.